This episode of Comic Book Junto is brought to you by Bear Fruit, a Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand dedicated to turning beliefs into creative action and inspiring others to do the same. Head over to bearfruit.com, that's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T.com, and sign up for our newsletter. While you're there, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle, a weekly conversation series hosted by me, Octavius A. Newman, featuring various guests telling their origin story. Don't forget to grab some merch from our online store. As a reward for being a loyal Comic Book Junto listener, use promo code CBJ to get 10% off your next order. Bear fruit. Believe. Create. Inspire. Now let's start the show. Junto, episode 55. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm the creator of Bear Fruit, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam J.J. Abrams Tatteris. I'm done with Rebrew. Rebrew. Oh I'm done it's with speaking. I'm done with talking. You done caught it. I picked it up. Yeah. It's, a com- uh, uh, it's uh, going around. It's a disease that's being passed from host to host, mm. and uh, y- you can tell that you suffer from this, this, this physical, biological malfunction. Oh. If you cannot speak good, can't can't get right. Suddenly, you cannot speak good. Suddenly, you can't get right. No. Mm. So that's my contribution for today's show. Getting it started. I'm out. See ya. That's it. Hit the music, Joe. (laughs) No. Uh, Yeah. So, welcome to episode 55. Um, This podcast is brought to you by Bear Fruit, Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand dedicated to turning belief into creative action and hopefully inspiring you to do the same. Go to bearfruit.com, sign up for a newsletter, buy some merchandise at the shop. You can also check out the official Comic Book Junto merchandise at tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash comic book junto. So yeah, check that out. Mm -hmm. Got some other stuff coming to you soon, but one new thing that we've added for 2017, second episode of 2017 is our voicemail. Yes. We got a couple voicemails. Yeah. Shout out to y'all, everybody who called us. We appreciate it. Yeah. We love it. We love checking the voicemails. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, number is, get ready. Yo, let me see your phone real quick. Yo, yo. I got to unlock it. Let me put my number in there. Pick up the phone. And then unlock it. All right. Pick your phone up. Right? Okay. Put this yeah. number in. Con- okay. Yeah, hit me. Go, Go. to context. 215. 215. All right. 948. 948. 27. 27. 42. I got it. Call, call me. Call me real quick. Yeah. I'm, call hey. me. Just make sure. Let me got you. Make sure you got it in there. Putting that in right there. now. Okay. All right. There you go. All right. I, I'm live. It's there connected. It okay. That's it. That's ridiculous. Easy as that. All right. No, but seriously, guys, leave us a voicemail. 215-948-2742. Also, when you're leaving us a voicemail, if you don't want it to air on the show, say that. Otherwise, it's fair game. Yes. Thank you for everybody who left us a voicemail so far. We're looking forward to having more voicemails. We're going to try to incorporate them into the show. Mm-hmm. So, how's your week been? Man, I had a good week. Yeah. I had a big week. You had a big week. I had a big week. Big things popping. Big things. Big things are gone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can you do that? Can no, you? No, I, I can't do patois. Okay, <laughs> you can't, absolutely. You can't do <laughs> big no. things are gone. You don't know. Uh, I don't know how you. How do you practice that? No, you rehearse that. <laughs> no, is that just born into you. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I don't know how. Cool, cool, I'm able cool, cool. To do it. Uh, maybe eventually, at some point in time, I'll get that when I evolve to another stage. Maybe. Uh, but I recently did this past weekend. You did I celebrated evolve to a different stage. A my thirtieth B day. So you made yeah. it. 
I did that. I you did that it. thing. So I just want you to know what's going to happen now that you're 30. Uh-huh. You're not going to heal as fast. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. okay. So glad we did that Shin Godzilla thing. Right. I was, I was a young, young 29. Right. When you're working out, uh-huh. you're not going to bounce back as quick. Okay. Like your athletic career, mm-hmm. you're going to have to work harder for everything. I get... Uh, Welcome to I, your 30s. Sounds great. Thank you for well, having hopefully me. Hopefully you're wiser. I get... Uh, Less expensive movie ticket? Is oh, that correct? I don't think I don't think we made it that part yet. Not yet. <laughs> Not no? yet. We still oh. got a little ways to go. Like another half life. Do I get like a free free coffee at Denny's? No, it's just not you're just not special anymore. Oh. You have, you know. This yeah. that was like the last big one until you're like, dang, I'm fifty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do I have twenty years until Old Man Adam. Old Man Adam. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Well, it feels good. I'm I feel like I've always acted older than I appear to be a little more seasoned. So 30 feels right. Suits you. When I turned 29, I thought, what is this? What is this? I'm done with this. I don't want to deal with this. I'm over this. So I I feel good celebrating my birthday on Saturday. Mm -hmm. I I treated myself to a gift. I was about to say, what'd you get for your birthday? I got a tattoo of man thing. Yo, internet, I'm looking at this thing. This thing is dope. I got man thing ink. I told Adam, I wish I liked man thing Enough to get a tattoo this dope. Because this tattoo is banging. And I'm like, dang, this is yeah. really dope. I just don't care about Man Thing enough to get a tattoo like that. Uh, but when I'm but going maybe in, I will. Ooh, maybe we can get him to do a Shin Godzilla. So I talked to the guy about it. I talked to, I told him about Shin Godzilla. All right, nobody knows what we're talking show. about. Hold on. Let, Look, back, let, let's. All right, back in October. Great radio. Back in October. Let's add some context. Thank right. you, Octavius. Mm-hmm. Uh, on October 11th, two things happened. One, Shin Godzilla, the movie came out show in enough. the United States, right? Airing in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. At least I know that. Mm-hmm. And two, my kidney came out. Yep. Also released on that very same day. Mm-hmm. And was put into Octavius's body. Correct. So in 2016, donated my kidney, gave it to Octavius. I appreciate that. We're feeling great. Thank you for the five stars, positive comment, and your left kidney. My divine honor. It was my true pleasure. <laughs> and uh, so, look, we have always referred to that event, the kidney donation, as Shin Godzilla. Because That's right. the same day Shin Godzilla came out, my kidney came out. That's right. So Shin Godzilla is is special to mm-hmm. us now. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm in the shop and I'm telling him that story and I'm like, maybe you can give us a Shin Godzilla tattoo. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. But can he tattoo on dark skin? Well, you're gonna have to find out. That's important. And one thing I didn't know well, you don't have to get the tattoo, you just tell people you're like, it's there. <laughs> Look. Is no, there? You don't see it? I don't see it. It's there. It's there. No, well, a buddy of mine um, who's, you know, has all kinds of tattoos. And I was telling him, yeah, I want to get a tattoo so-and-so and so by this guy. And he's like, can he tattoo? He's a very dark-skinned black guy. Yeah. He's like, can he tattoo on dark skin? I said, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I figured. He's like, nah, Octavius. You, n- like, why do you think all tattoo artists, when they display their work, it's on white, pale skin? I yeah. was like, Oh, I never even thought about it. He's like, because it looks best yeah. on pale skin. So yeah, dark right. skin is a completely different technique, completely different colors. Like you have to actually practice and be good at that. It's That'd not, be interesting. Yeah. Because when they lay this down, I give him a design of, of man thing. Uh, the artist who did this portrait, a guy named John Douglas, mm-hmm. shouts to John Douglas, because I, I contacted the artist and mm-hmm. I said, is it cool with you if I use your artwork? And he was flattered and also said, you're making a horrible mistake. <laughs> what are you doing? But yes, you have my blessing. Living my life like it's golden. Yes, <laughs> living my life like it's golden. So shouts to John Douglas. Shout out to... Uh, um, and I really appreciate him uh, uh, giving me his his good grace mm-hmm. uh, as far as this goes. Right. And... Um, 
when they when they put the design on your arm, they put it on this paper and they lay it down and it's it's like purple. It's a mm-hmm. purple outline. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if that would show up on your arm. I don't know for either. You to trace. But I so know I, I know that's that's when doing research on getting a tattoo and you are a dark skinned individual. That is you can, I mean, you can you can but, get it on your face like Gucci. <laughs> right. Which like you can ice cream. You cone. know what's funny? You can barely see them tattoos on his face. I know. Which is interesting. Yes. Because he's got a whole full fledged ice cream cone on the right side of his face. <laughs> and when you look at him, he looked like he don't have no tattoos on his face. You know? So for me, I don't have any tattoos. <laughs> East One East Atlanta Santa. East Atlanta Santa, St. Brickless yeah. out here is, you know, tatted to the matted. Yeah. And you can't barely tell him. Short lived album given that the holidays have passed. Man, that dude puts an album out every week. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. East Atlanta Santa gonna be back in February for Black History Month. Uh-huh. Mark my words, he gonna have something for us. Similarly, one of my favorite rappers ever, Kool A D, uh, who was formerly in the group Das Racist. Mm-hmm. Kool A D put out ten albums in 2016. Ten albums. Ten. I don't even know what you're talking about. And at the end of two th- 2016, he tweets. He says, "Yo, these are my top ten albums of 2016. Every single one was." <laughs> Did he put an album out with a hundred tracks on it? Yeah. Were the tracks good? Is my question. Well, like define good. You know what I'm talking about. You've been around. You know me enough years. Yeah, that's why I'm saying when I say define good, you know exactly what I'm telling you. you know right. You know He's like you've been around me the same amount of years I've been around you. There's. I can confirm to you right now that they are, in fact. Sounds. They are songs. Yeah. They are are tracks on the same album. That's right. Are they good? Who's to say? For me, I love them. So I'll listen to it. I can't ever listen to it front to back. That's Mm, not That's not a good sign. But he released... It was 100 tracks. I mean, who can listen to 100 tracks back to back? (laughs) That's that's almost like, are are you trolling? These can't... Some of these are just like two seconds long. And uh, one of it... He he released a book with 100 chapters by the same name. Album is called OK. Book is called OK. Album has 100 tracks. Book has 100 chapters. 101 page chapters? Uh, no, no. Some of them are multiple pages. But some, some of the of chapters, them. some of the chapters would be like this. He'd be like, I woke up and I shouted into the void. Who's the best rapper? And the voice, the whistle back. And he said, it's you. And I said, that's right, man. True, true, true. And then it's like the next chapter. I'm like, okay, okay. dog. All right. I'm here for it. Oh, I, I don't know that it. I am. I, enjoy I don't know it that I can. I don't know if I can bang with that. Hey, Cool AD, number one best rapper in the game. I disagree. Cool AD, Vicky, Vicky V. I disagree. Totally off topic, but um, this is kind of getting into our news a little bit. Um, Wait, hold on. Did yeah. you know Cool AD left me a voicemail? Yes. Yeah, that's yes. the same dude. That's I know, the dude. I know, I know who you're talking about. He left but listeners. That don't make it. That don't make his hundred song hundred <laughs> song album good though. Yeah, he could cool. be a nice guy. He want to be. This man, he I found, appreciate him being kind to you. Time. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that his hundred track album is good because he was nice. <laughs> he got to be nice for me to say he's nice. Yeah, he found time to leave me a voicemail. Shout out to him before Shin Godzilla went down. Word, and he said, uh, <laughs> "He did nice work, basically." Yeah. Cool AD, thank you for listening. Thank, thank you, you for the five stars and the positive comment. Thank you for the 100 stars, man. Wow. I appreciate you, man. How I, many? He's <laughs> so good. I love him so much. I do. Shout out to him. Yeah. Now, let's talk about this tattoo. So hopefully, yeah. we're gonna, we got the black outline first. We're going to yep. do the color lab afterwards. Yeah, and, and then there's two weeks. There's heart eyes. That's correct. So John Douglas, uh, years ago, he made this fake Valentine's Day card. Valentine's Day card. Tell him what the what the Valentine's and card. The Valentine's Day card says at the top. Tell says, him what it says. It says Valentine, my giant size man thing burns for your touch. 
and it's got a picture portrait of man thing with hearts in his big red eyeballs. Mm-hmm. And I love that part of it. I think that's very funny to me because otherwise this looks very extreme. It's like that. It's dope though. It's, yeah, it looks dope. I'm, I'm very happy with it. But I like the idea. There's a little bit of humor. There's a little softness. The little hearts in his Maybe eyes. we'll see what kind of Shin Godzilla this guy does. Who knows? Who knows what the future holds? Did you watch the movie yet? Not yet. Okay, so look. We have access to Shin Godzilla. Mm-hmm. We are going to watch Shin Godzilla. Mm-hmm. I watched it for my birthday as a treat. Right. And Octavius is going to watch it. That's we, correct. We are going to do a one shot. Yes, we are. Because Shin Godzilla is an important film. Yes. In our lives. Right. And I loved it. Okay. And he is my ugly mother. Yeah. Shin Godzilla is looking a mess. But so is Man Thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Man Thing is a hideous dude. <laughs> so we'll see what can happen here. Yeah. All right. So, uh, speaking of best rappers, speaking of hideous, did you? <laughs> so, speaking of face tattoos, what's your, what, where do we even start? Well, I'm kind of starting backwards and then going back to the initial okay. part. Okay. So, the first thing in our news in Comic Book Junto, episode 55, has to do with hip hop. Now, if you yes. know anything about comics, you know, I think about hip hop, the two genres intersect a lot. We have a lot of AKAs, you know. Uh, Method Man, mm-hmm. aka Takao, a- Ghostface Killer, aka Tony, Tony Stark. Starks. You know, everybody's everybody's got there's a lot all of these crossover. nicknames. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, there's a crossover, right? So we talk about hip hop because we think there's a little bit of crossover for Junto sometimes. Mm. So the way this crosses over now, ever since you were young, what did you used to do when you talked about your favorite character? And someone else's favorite character. Oh, You'd they say, got a fight. Who who's going to win? Who's going to win? Who's going to win the fight? We, we did. Th- we did it on the show. Yeah, I forget which episode it is because I'm loading them up on YouTube. Deadpool by the way, versus Wolverine. Right. We we're almost at 100 uh, subscribers. We need to point this out. We need on you YouTube. Guys, on YouTube, we need you guys to subscribe on YouTube so we can pick our custom URL. I think we're at 60 some subscribers right Ooh. now, so we're pretty close to 100. Appreciate yeah. everybody who subscribed to the YouTube channel. Go to YouTube app on your phone. On the computer, look up Comic Book Junto, J-U-N-T-O, mm-hmm. and subscribe and hit the little bell to get notified when we put up new updates, new videos, and stuff like that. We got plans for YouTube, but first thing we want to do is upload, upload all the past episodes. That's right. Get our own custom URL. So those are the f- step one and two. We're posting up the episodes. We need you guys to help us get to 100 subscribers. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we're hoping to get into some video very soon. That's right. So anyway, we did Wolverine versus Deadpool, which was really fun. Yeah. So in hip hop, battles always beef. Yeah. You know, it's just it's built into the culture. Jay Z versus Nas. Yeah. Meek Mill versus Drake. Yeah. Now the newest beef that's taken over hip hop, Soldier Boy versus Chris Brown. This who would win in a fight here is a bad idea. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. you would think normally in beef, it's ridiculous. It's with music, Adam. Come on, focus. Focus this is important. Present of okay? Yeah. I know this is going to be difficult for you to get through, but the people want to know what you think about it. Uh-huh. All right? AKA Atet, AKA uh Ghostface Killer Croc. All right? <laughs> this is Adam we're talking about, all right? Adam, we need you to focus in oh, on man, it. Young Gordon. Young Gordon. Uh-huh. Right? You got the mustache coming in. Mm-hmm. So, normally in hip hop, the beef is over music. Sometimes unfortunately it spills out into violence. That's right. right? But now this has nothing to do with music. And this is purely Soldier Boy, you know, the guy who brought us Pretty Pretty Boy Swag. That's right. Kiss me through the phone. You know, I mean, I mean, like the amazing artist who brought us uh, 
Superman on that hoe, I believe, is the uh, quote. And we've got Chris Brown. Crank that soldier. Crank that, yeah, he had us cranking that soldier boy. You got Chris wow. Brown out here who's dancing in Wrigley's uh, Spearmint commercials uh-huh, uh-huh. and out here telling you to run that. Uh-huh. And now. Kiss, kiss with, uh, 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 who do you do that with? Uh, is that T Pain? T Pain. It was T Pain. Yeah. yeah. So Chris Brown, amazing they artist. Love it, I always say, take us there. I Adam. thought he said Laffy Taffy every no, time. I was no. like, they want Different that Laffy song. Taffy. Different song. Do I want that Laffy Taffy? I don't know. <laughs> Shake that Laffy Taffy. Maybe. But these dudes are knuckling up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These dudes are fighting. So who wins in a fight? And also, why is this happening? I have no idea. But all I know is that Floyd Mayweather is <laughs> trying to put the fight together for charity. Yep. And. 50 Cent is involved somehow, and Floyd Mayweather is, like, training Soldier Boy or something like that mm-hmm. to fight. So 50 feels like, yo, that's not fair. Floyd's training Soldier Boy. Some guy trained Chris Brown. So out now, Mike Tyson <laughs> Mike Tyson. is training Chris Brown <laughs> for the fight. And Mike Tyson recorded a diss song. I did not know this. Mike Tyson is recording <laughs> a diss song. No. Against Soldier Boy. Like, this is getting out of hand. But there's not violence in the streets. How do you feel about Soldier Boy, Chris Brown, and Mike Tyson, and Floyd Mayweather being in the, in the corners, them fighting for charity, in the ring, rules and regulations, mm-hmm. Pay-per-view, will you be there? Will you watch? Don't sit here and lie and tell me no. I will watch. Of course you'll watch. I will watch. Because it's a spectacle. Scheduled for three rounds. I'm going to be watching. There's no official date, but apparently... Will it happen is the question. Will it happen is a good question. There's a poster, supposedly. Both of these guys are what? Like 20... And 20s. 20s, Like mid-20s. Too old to be doing this. Here's what I know. I can't stand Chris Brown. Why? Cannot Tell stand me why. Chris Brown. Not saying I can, I can stand I can stand him. Yeah, because because he, he out here acting wild. But his he, that his is his it's his his background his violent background. He he has punched two artists that I adore, Rihanna, Frank Ocean. You out? <laughs> that it's two it's two strikes for me, my man. It was one strike, and you just went you went oh, extra. Man. So um for me, Chris Brown, you are a clown and I, I want to see him get rocked however he's got that choreo yeah <laughs> yeah so like guess what soldier boy yeah, the athleticism like soldier boy <laughs> not athletic in in fact soldier boy well, got for that a time, Draco, though. well okay look that's a whole nother thing and <laughs> i think that's like i don't think that's that's a regulation i don't I do, think you can bring that in the ring i'm not entirely sure he's allowed to bring that with him well maybe but uh, Soldier Boy was. Uh, but, I mean, if he it's was a WWE rocking... match, you never know where he's gonna pull out from under <laughs> yeah, no. the ring. Yeah, if it's he a hell might come a... off the come off the top rope with an elbow. You know what I'm saying? Who pull knows? Up the Draco, maybe. Yeah, who he knows? Might, he could call his elbow the Draco, oh. and then maybe he won't get in so much trouble. Maybe he has a special move. Soldier Boy, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> Soldier Boy, what are you doing? What if that's the title of this episode? <laughs> oh my god no because i don't is ridiculous I, I believe i believe the soldier boy is vindictive oh, enough to come god. after me <laughs> he's gonna find me and he's gonna pull the draco stop on playing me. with me <laughs> <laughs> oh man look i'm just this is ridiculous this is this is really ridiculous yes it is it, it is a spectacle yes i want i will watch 
in the same way that when I when I'm driving down the highway and I see an accident, I can't help but turn my head and look mm. at it. Yeah. I can't really avert my eyes. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind seeing Chris Breezy punched. I mean, I just Soldier Soldier Boy is knucklehead too. They need old heads to get in their ear and be like, "Look, man, just chill out." Well, that's the you got too that's much money. Y'all got problem. too much money to have this much free. Like you do something. Don't y'all got music to make? Don't you have if you if you got that much money, you shouldn't have like and I don't understand what the whole infatuation is with being from the hood and being the blood and being a part of like gangs and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. If you have that much money, I'm saying. Yeah. I can understand in certain circumstances if you come from a background and you're impoverished and you know, there's certain people who join gangs for protection, just to, like stay safe. We're yeah. not talking about that. We're talking about dudes who've been rich since they were children. Yeah. Children. Like, yeah. What are you what are you talking about? Bompton. You're not from Compton. Neither yeah, one no, of y'all. No, 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 no. You know what I mean? I don't I don't get it. So I, I don't know. Hey. But I'm gonna watch though. This is the this is really ridiculous to me. This is the kind of privilege of fame, I guess. Like when you have that amount of money. You know, Chris Brown is not allowed to enter Australia or the United Kingdom. He is banned from those places. I did not know that. He is I mean, he's been in and out of of court cases and, and rehab centers. And I just don't think the thing that he needs to center himself is to punch Soldier Boy. All right, let's get off of this. I'm going to watch the fight, and I'm going to laugh about it, and I'm going to tweet about it. So that's that. So, you know, let me know. Am I am I alone, Internet? Tweet at me and let me know if you're going to watch this fight at Octavius A. Newman, you know, and at Adam Tatteris. It's janky. The whole Adam thing don't care, but I, but I care. Okay, on to the next news news piece here. Netflix. Mm-hmm. Now, we have a talkback question, um, or an, was it an email? Or is it was an Ask CBJ, right? Where they were asking us to talk about video games a little bit more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a tweet. So we got, and who is it from? Yanni Bonnie. Yo, yo, what's up? Happy mm-hmm. Brown Bag Day. She shouted me uh-huh. out today. Told me Happy Brown Bag Day. Happy Brown Bag Day to you. Yes. All right. So a little bit of video game talk. Uh Maybe not the video game talk you were expecting. (laughs) Perhaps no. (laughs) But Netflix has joined the gaming world. Yeah. Well, ish. (laughs) Ish. Yeah. They have this. So there's a style of game now, especially on mobile devices, Mm -hmm. the endless runner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And which has had some progress over the years. It used yeah. to. It's come a long way. Temple Run. Yeah. What's the one with the like the guy who like flips upside down? Jetpack. Jetpack kid. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember yeah, the yeah. name of it, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, to some degree, Super Mario Run in a way. Super Mario Run is not an endless one, but right. it's similar. Mm-hmm. Which that game I'm kind of obsessed with right now. I love that game. Every time I beat a level, I have to go back and I got. I got to get all coins. the coins. I got to get the black coins. I haven't got all coins yet. So even though I've beaten the game, I haven't beaten it because I don't have all the coins. You what the hardest part of Super Mario Run is? Tell me what the hardest part is. Linking your Nintendo account. I can't do it. Why do you have a Nintendo account? Well, it says I get to play as... What you playing with a Nintendo? I get to the play... The Switch ain't come out yet? I got a Wii U. Oh, I have okay. a, I am one of the 13 people what? who has a Wii U out here playing Monster Hunter and Super Smash Brawl. Or Su- Super Smash Brawl, I'm with yeah, it. Brawl. Yeah. Brawl, I suck at it, but I'm with it. Yeah. I get that game. It's good. Uh, look, the point is, is Super Mario Run is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix's game Infinite Runner, not great. It's cute, though. It's a cute project. It's a browser game that you can boot up and play as Pablo Escobar. Mm-hmm. You can play as Marco Polo. Mm-hmm. Piper from Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. You can play as uh, Mike Wheeler from Str- Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Yep. 
Uh, so and you, when you play as Mike Wheeler, when you're running and you get the, you have to ke- collect egos and jump over people. Yeah. And then it's eleven. Yeah. Eleven, 11 comes through after you get a certain amount of egos, and she like knocks everybody out of the way for you. Oh, I did not know that because yeah. I was playing as Escobar, and you collect the bricks. bricks. <laughs> you, you collect. Now, you collect cocaine. Seventeen five. <laughs> Same color T-shirt. <laughs> Mama told me not to sell work. Yeah. Seventeen five. Same color t-shirt. Pablo ain't trying to hear that. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. It's not a good game, though. It is not a good game. Let's it, get no. right down to the bottom of it. It isn't good. This The user ex- UI user experience for this thing is whack. I tried to play it on my phone. I'm tapping the button. 11. <laughs> I mean, uh, Mike Wheeler is not jumping. Yeah. You know, uh, Poppy Escobar is not jumping as he should be. No. He's trying to get them bricks, but he's not trying hard enough. He's not used to running. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, no. He's used to having them bricks brought to him and having them ship across the border. <laughs> he ain't used to running and jumping over nobody. Yeah. Uh, Not a good game. I think it's I think it's kind of fun that Netflix put that out. And it's interesting that they put those characters out there. It's just like a, a it's a silly little thing. That's but it reminds me of the conversation we had about how video games were not made to be beat. This was not made to be this beat. This is not was, made to be beat. This is like, barely like, made to be played. I'm like, did you guys intentionally make it this bad? Like, is it part of like the, oh, we're just going to make a cool game that kind of sucks, but just going to remind people how video games were back in the day? It does remind me of the game Adventure Island on the Nintendo, hmm. the, on the NES, because Adventure Island was so hard. And it was like this, where you would jump, you would just have to jump over stuff. Yeah, and it was so difficult. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Now let me ask you this: a little bit, little bit off of our news, but still on gaming. Nintendo Switch, are you getting it? Yes. Is that March? Mm, I think it's March. I'm not entirely sure. I am. I am very excited for the Nintendo Switch. I want to. I want to. I want to. It's on my list of things that I'd like to get. I don't know if I'm actually going to do it, but I want to actually see it in real life and yeah. see if it works the way that commercial with all those millennial twenty somethings. <laughs> You know, okay. cool, cool guys looking. Mm-hmm. Hey, I know we're out here playing basketball, but <laughs> let's play this video game. Just me and you with this crowd of people. Yeah, hey, well, I know we're at a party, but let's just me and you play this video game and everybody else watch us. I'm watching that promo and thinking that console was probably what four hundred dollars. Do you bring that out to the court? Negative. No, negative. I'm not doing that. And it definitely depends on where you live. Yeah, that Nintendo Switch ain't coming out nowhere near Seventeenth <laughs> and Diamond. It ain't going nowhere near. Well, they they want to call it Temple Town, but it ain't nothing but North Philly. No, don't try to yes. change the name. No, it's North. Philly. Nah, man. Hey, I I do want the Switch. I want to play the Nintendo Switch. I'm I'm cautious about how well it's going to run, and I've read reportedly when it's not connected to the dock and the television, mm-hmm. the frame rate goes way down. Oh, I've read that that is happening presently. That is not surprising is to me. Or people have it. Nobody people, has it yet. People have play tested it before. The Nintendo has been play tested. And you know, yeah. it is coming out in March 2017. That is not far away. Well, hopefully they're going to fix those things. And Nintendo is, they are like so well known for not shipping enough units. They did, just did this with yeah. the, that classic tiny NES. Now, first of all, let's talk about that tiny NES. Why is that? Why does it come with one controller? That, and why know. is that controller so short? That's a great question. That you got to buy an extension. For it's just controller. a novelty. The whole thing. No, nah, but you got to have. Don't nobody play the video game that close no more. No. The, the original controller wasn't that short. Do you have the blow in it? Do you I, know? I if think you the games are already in it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it is all loaded. I think there's yeah. something like 50 games. In I there. think people have already found a way to hack it and put more games in it. What? Yeah. Oh, that's the internet, man. Now, what Are about you? you? Do you want the Switch? I do want the Switch. Um, but I, I, I mean, I'm enjoying PlayStation 
Yeah. I'm I got um uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Mm-hmm. Um oh, you're gonna get a PlayStation, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Internet question. How would you guys feel about a comic book junto community on PlayStation? Like yeah. a gaming community. Yo, uh, absolutely. I just uh add, add a- me and Adam and let us know what you think about PlayStation 4. Now this is PlayStation, not gonna be Xbox, not gonna be the Xbone. I do the Xbone. That's what I do now. All right, talk I play to Adam X- about that. I play Xbone, but you're not gonna find me What's online to play People with. Are like, what is he talking about? The Xbox One. You're not gonna find me to play online because I'm all I play is The Witcher Three. Sorry, mm-hmm. it's just by myself. But you're getting a PlayStation Four. That's the plan. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get the PlayStation Pro. So that way, when I'm ready, I can get the 4K. I'm, uh, how am I even talking like I'm going to get a 4K TV? Why I'm, not? But listen, man, all you got to do is wait for Black Friday. You can go in there and fight everybody off. Yeah. Get yourself a nightstick. Mm-hmm. Go in there. Pull out the Draco. You know, <laughs> right? Go in there just, with Soldier Boy. Just take this. Like, stop playing with me. <laughs> get my 4K TV. This right here <laughs> is my Vizio. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next thing. Twin Peaks, tell me about this. So excited for Twin Peaks. I love Twin Peaks. I'm currently re-watching the first season. I'm probably going to skip the second one. Why? The second one is... There was a lot of behind-the-scenes drama that was taking place with the television writers and the producers and their network. Was this around Heroes time? Uh, no, no, no. This was long before Heroes. Okay. And uh, Twin Peaks' first season is just classic and wonderful and excellent. I'm re-watching it right now. Someone gave me a Twin Peaks novel called The Secret of Twin Peaks. Um, and it's super cool. Gave me that for my birthday this past weekend. And Twin Peaks, season three, two-hour premiere, Sunday, May 21st. Now, I got to go watch so Twin excited. Peaks season one and two. Yes, so you I can do. get ready. Two, keep in mind, season one is very, very, very short. It's probably all you really need mm-hmm. and you will get it. You okay. understand. Season two, if you really dig it, jump into season two, enjoy it. But season one and the movie are terrific. What TV shows are you looking forward to in 2017? Uh, 2017, I'm looking forward to Iron Fist on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I am looking forward to... Is the Defenders come out in 2017? I believe so. I believe so. I think... Does the Inhumans show come out in 20... Or is that 2018? I'm not sure. To be completely honest with you, I'm not up on television often. I'm I'm usually very behind on seasons of something. I started so, making a TV TV list too. Oh yeah, yeah. Of the, like the list of the movies, right? What? So what are you looking forward to? So I'm looking forward to Young Pope, <laughs> HBO. <laughs> the Young Pope memes have been killing me lately. Young but. Pope, look forward to that. Twin Peaks. Uh-huh. Um, there's supposed to be a uh, oh Legion. Yeah. Oh, yes. 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 The X Men one. Yeah. Yep. Attack on Titan season two, and this I'm interested in this taboo. Oh yeah. On Tom FX Hardy. As well. Yeah. Is, uh, Tom Hardy. Uh, I think Tom Hardy produced that. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to scope that. And I'm also done with research. Find out that there's a Tales from the Crypt TV show coming out done by M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, I believe a new one's coming. Yeah. So there's a couple things out there. Okay. So here's what we want you guys to do. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Would you appreciate us doing? Episode review, episodic reviews of TV shows in 2017. Do you want to hear that from Comic Book Junto, from Adam and I? Add us on Twitter or call us and leave us a voicemail and let us know. And if so, which shows, which shows do you want us to be to do episodes on? Again, the phone number 215-948-2742. Yeah. And also, I, I have to say this because clearly I'm lack, uh, uh, laxing, I'm falling behind. I still haven't seen Attack on Titan. 
I haven't seen it yet. Get your life together. Because I want to talk so about that's that. That's another television show that I must see. And then the second season, I believe, is coming this year as this well. This year, yes. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. So, um, outside of Twin Peaks, let's get into a little bit of movie news. We had some chatter over the past couple of days uh-huh. about Black Panther. Yeah. So there was some 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 rumors swirling. There's some stuff going around um, about Claire Huxtable. Yeah. Felicia Rashad. Mm-hmm. Adonis's mom. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. Adonis from Creed possibly being in the Black Panther movie February 2018. And the internet said Black Panther so lit. Oh, don't, yeah. Don't play with me. Yeah. However, I don't know if it's it's true. It seems too good to be true. Like I, as soon as it was announced that Felicia Rashad was going to be joining the cast, it was like, who did they not get? Like I mean, everybody is in Black everybody. Panther. Everybody's in everybody. Black Panther. They just announced Sterling K. Brown is From, going to be in. What's it. the TV show? He's in This Is Us. This Is Us. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tim Maria and I just started watching This Is Us. Mm-hmm. She loves it. Mm-hmm. I can't stand it. Really? But she loves it. You dislike the show on some real? I'm not a fan, and that's that'll be a whole nother episode. Okay. Someone t- I told this to someone this morning, and they said, yeah, you generally don't like happy shows. Hmm. I was like, what are you talking about? And yeah, I guess they're right. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what my malfunction is. The point is, is Sterling Brown, is a, he's an excellent actor, jacked dude, really, really, really uh, getting recognized right now because of his, his uh, This Is Us career. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be in Black Panther. Yes. And... For some reason, he had alluded to the idea of Felicia Rashad being Well, in there. here's what we have. Yeah. What? There was a quote in an article that quoted him saying a list of people that he was excited to be in the movie with. Mm. This person, that person, this person, this person, Felicia Rashad. And then that's where the whole internet went, what? Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. What's going on here? Is this really going on? If you're on Twitter... Everybody's excited. I'm tweeting like, please let this be true. Please don't play around. Now we find out today, update January 11th. Here's what it says. As it turns out, Felicia Rashad's name was removed from this article mm-hmm. um, for an entirely non-conspiratorial... What's this word? Conspiratorial? Conspiratorial like, reason. Yeah, it's not like, uh, oh, suddenly she was removed from the project. Right. It's, it's, it's nothing like that. Uh, apparently, this was a simple error she was never in the movie. Yeah. Was never supposed to be in the movie. According to comicbook.com, they received an official statement from Disney that Miss Rashad is not in the film. And this was purely a case of either someone misspeaking or misquoting. No blame was placed or implied. It was just a simple error. Yeah. And a letdown. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of people to be excited about, but I did get excited. I was like, they putting Claire in there? Yeah. Mrs. Huxtable gonna be in this? Oh, that would have been something. She she's man. That would have been dope. But I mean, it's nothing to be to be upset about. You know what I mean? Oh. We still got amazing. I mean, February 2018 will be here before we know it. Change.org. You start a petition, you say, <laughs> Kugler, my man. Come on. Get, get come on, bro. Get Huxtable in this. Kugler's movie. like, listen, I, I got this. Yeah, exactly. Everybody relax. He's okay? th- he's basically just throwing the best party right now. <laughs> like, how could you not look at what he's making? I'm going to that barbecue. How could you not look at that and say, uh, um, yeah, I don't want to be there. I'm like, how could you? How could you? Is it Forrest Whitaker refuse that? Too? Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. That movie. All you gotta awesome. do is get James Earl Jones 
<laughs> getting there somehow. <laughs> know what I mean, everybody got to be in this thing. That's okay, good. staying with movie stuff. Tell me about what Ben Affleck's talking about now. Ben Affleck's talking about a whole lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Affleck was recently on the Jimmy Kimmel show, mm-hmm. and he was they they were Kimmel and Affleck were looking at the the new Justice League lineup photo. That what do you think of that photo? Yeah, um, Batman's in there. Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Flash, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Aquaman. What do you think of the visual? Uh, I like it. I think it's exciting. I'm, I've mentioned this before. I like the I like the colorfulness of the cast. Yes, it, it, there's something that feels very Justice League to me. Mm-hmm. Like they've got that. Mm-hmm. Not 100 on Cyborg. Really? I think I don't he know. Looks like a cyborg to me. The, looks this, like a transformer. The, he looks like a transformer. He looks mm-hmm. like a transformer. Mm-hmm. The designs look like a transformer, so it's not like that's not my favorite look. Well, kind how else would, would Cyborg look? Did you not see a picture of Curtis some months ago? He's not going to look like Teen Titans. <laughs> He's not going to saying. He's not going to let Teen Titans go. Yeah, I, I feel you. I understand, and and he does kind of have that like Kano from Mortal Kombat look. Yeah, he going he, to. he looks like a T like you know something about a Terminator. Yeah. Like so a, it's it's not bad. It's just yeah. not it's not my favorite. Yeah. But other than that, I I like the lineup. I think the photo looks good. I don't know how I feel about Batman with them goggles. I don't. The goggles. Stop with the extra clothing. When he's got the goggles on, and when he's got the trench coat on, like in Batman v Superman, mm-hmm. it's absurd. I don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look right. Yeah. So I don't know what what is up with the goggles. But uh, other than that, I think I think the photo looks it looks good. And uh, on on the show, Kimmel was talking to Affleck, talking to him about getting ready for the next Batman movie. Asking, is is it true? Are you doing another Batman movie? And Affleck confirmed, yes, I am directing the next Batman movie, and it's probably going to take me a long time to work on. And he talks about how he was working on the movie that's out now, Live, Live by, by Night. Night. Yeah, Sh- actually, shout out to my man Andy Minio, recording yeah. artist, who has his song. Um, bang featured in the Live by Night trailer. Yo, that's, what? Yes, what? Bang, bang! You would have thought I was whipping and killing and killing this. Yeah, like when you watch, go listen to the, go watch the trailer. Yeah, which I don't watch. Yeah, the only reason why I know about it is because someone added me and said, "Yo, Andy's Andy's song is actually my buddy, um, friend of mine, Alex Medina, put it up on Twitter mm. and was like, look, Andy Minio's song.'" Mm. Is in the Live by Night trailer, and that I was like, dope. "What?" And that I didn't is... watch the whole trailer, but I just list, put it on list long enough to go, "Yo!" So shout out to Andy Minio, shout out to you know being in a major motion picture directed. I mean, having your music in there—that's that's a big placement. That anyway, you were saying that is really dope. So uh, Affleck is talking about how long it took to make that movie, Live by mm-hmm. Night, and he says it took him a, a year, year plus to get the movie ready to launch. Yeah, and he says as he's making this movie, nobody's asking him for it, right? Nobody's like, hey, where's Live by Night? <laughs> where's that at? Right. Meanwhile, everybody's like, where's Batman? Where's Batman at? What, what's going on with Batman? Yeah. And he's, I, I think he's expressing a little frustration. Yeah. Regardless of the project that I'm working on, the only one anyone has any attention on right. is Bat. Right. But no he says like, there's a lot of good stuff in there right now, and yeah. he's working on it. He wants it to get better and better. So, yeah. okay. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. So I think that couple coupled with what we heard before all kind of goes together. Look, if it ain't right, I'm not going to make it. Yeah, which doesn't sound different from the Ben Affleck we've seen from other movies. Based off what he's telling us, is like, hey, look, Live by Night took me a, a year and a half. Yeah, this is how I work. This is how 
I want an Oscar. This is what I do. I don't microwave movies. Yeah. You know? So if you want me to direct Batman and co-write Batman and act in Batman, listen, give me a minute. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's going to take some time. Let me do this. Like, like Oscar worthy performances, Oscar Oscar worthy movies. You don't just you don't just kick a tree and pick a couple off the floor. No, no. So I respect that, and I like the fact that he's holding his ground. I like the fact that it seems like they're respecting that. Speaking of the Oscars, uh, just to shout out some quick information that you've probably seen online: the Golden Globes took place mm-hmm. last week, this past week, 2017 Golden Globes. Um, tons of winners to go down the line, but uh, I thought maybe we would point out a, a few of our favorites yes. from the list. Yes. Um, best motion picture, Moonlight. Mm. Moonlight was dope. Yes. And it deserves it. Best performance by an actor in a television series, musical or comedy, my man, Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. Lando himself. And his speech was great. Yes. Listening to him talk about magic was, man, he was yeah. he's so good. Listening to him talk about Migos. <laughs> Yeah, I read, I read that uh, on Spotify, uh, downloads or, or uh, searches for Bad and Bougie went up like 260%. <laughs> People were like, what is Bad Migos? Yeah, and you know what's funny what about is, that? Oh, what is the Migos? I see someone, Migos is Spanish for what? That's, that's what's happening. <laughs> I see someone on Twitter saying, uh, hey, Black community, this is what happens when we support each other. And they cite the Spotify like download thing. And mm. I'm like, mm, it's probably just a lot of confused white people, though. Like, it probably is a lot of confused white people saying, what do you mean? What is dot, dot, dot? What is that? How do I parse that? What is smoking on cookie? <laughs> <laughs> Cookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the, you know the, the Atlas for the Migos. Are, have you listened to T-shirt? Uh, I haven't listened to T-shirt. You yet. haven't watched the video? No. The internet. I saw. Well, all I've seen is the preview, which is the the Revenant starring Migos. <laughs> all I've seen is the preview, but I haven't listened to it yet. Is it? I mean, th- does it reach the heights of Bad and Bougie? Just watch the video. Internet. Okay. Go look up Migos T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the song, watch the video if you want a good, just hearty chuckle. But there's no, li- Lil Uzi Vert's not in there. Watch the video. Is he? Watch the video and listen to the song. Felicia Rashad's in there? <laughs> <laughs> Felicia Rashad gonna be in the next on Amigos album? Yeah. All right, anyway, you were saying. Uh, so that's the Golden Globes. You know, the rundown, other than that, is Viol- La- Viola the movie won. La La Land won every prize ever. And Viola Davis got, uh, got one for Fences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and very interestingly enough, people could not stop calling, like saying hidden fences, hidden fences. They they kept mixing up hidden figures and fences, (laughs) like the two really good movies starring black folk, like hidden fences. And they, the first time they said, they said it to Pharrell and Pharrell just kind of had that bum, 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 but like the whole, like Larry David moment where you're yeah. like, how do I respond? Do I, really, I, I just want to shout out one of my favorite films this year, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Fences. <laughs> Viola, you killed it on so that So on one. Twitter, everybody's like, hashtag Hidden Fences, and they're just <laughs> mixing two black movies together. <laughs> so like mine, the one that I, that I tweeted was, Dear White People, colon, do the right thing. Oh, that's good. Medea does the right thing. <laughs> that's so good. But I mean, it was so interesting it's like man why can't you guys and oh one one thing um 
Anyway, I don't know. Tracy Ellis Ross, that's what it is. Mm. Tracy Ellis Ross won for Blackish as well. Mm. So, uh, hey, Blackish is a great show. Yes. I, I don't find myself watching sitcoms normally. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not very good at television, but Blackish is really fun. How do you television? Uh, how do you make cool television? I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. I'm still trying to figure out cool monster. <laughs> All right, staying with the Golden Globes, we had Meryl Streep who stood up and received an award. She won she won um what exactly was the award called? The Cecil B. DeMille Award. Okay. so Recognition she, for her entire career. Okay. And Meryl Streep is an amazing actress. Truly. She's done fantastic work, and she stood up and took, the, took a moment in the process to address a lot of things. And in the process, she addressed what seemed to be taking shots at Donald Trump. She never actually oh, yeah. said Donald Trump's name, mm-hmm. but anybody who's culturally aware of what's going on is like, oh, she's talking about Trump. And prop, about props bullying. to her for bringing something up that he did a long time ago yeah. that people have just kind of forgotten about. Right. She so brought up... That, like, that was powerful. Bullying and yeah. the whole idea that it's a really horrible thing and how she mocked someone who had... Um, was disabled in some sort of way. How Trump mocked a disabled person. How, excuse me, how Trump mocked this person, how someone who wanted to be the president of the United States, Mm -hmm. how that's absolutely ridiculous and how it was important to protect the press and people who are going to like stand up and make these comments and and like, you know, report on this stuff. And even if you look at like some of the news that's come out about Donald Trump recently in the past few days, Mm -hmm. and Trump just had a press conference where he's like basically saying CNN and Buzzfeed, we're, we're making up news and calling CNN fake news and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And how she was saying how it's important that the press has this opportunity to say what they need to say and that they, as the, like the famous people protect them. That's right. Great speech. Yeah. Fantastic speech. I agreed with almost everything that she said. Okay. Riddle me this, a fight between Chris Brown <laughs> and soldier boy who wins the answer. Meryl Streep. Because <laughs> she came out swinging. She came out swinging. And she might have swung at the wrong folk. Potentially. I mean, like I said, Meryl Streep, great actress. Yeah. Great career. I like her work. Um, and I think a lot of things that she said were fantastic. However, comma. Mm-hmm. There was one thing that as she was speaking made me go, huh? like, mm-hmm. hold on now. I don't, I don't know if you, did you mean to say that? And here's what she said. Mm-hmm. She says, quote, so Hollywood is crawling with outsiders and foreigners. Um, this is what she said. What she was she's doing. saying that is a good thing, by the right. way. Now, she's talking about how we can't just send away everyone who's not from America. And she started citing how this person is from this actor is from this place and this actress is from this place and mm-hmm. this person. And then she starts pointing out people in the crowd who are not from America. Yeah. And how they've all done this amazing work here acting and how they brought us this great art and entertainment. And if we send away all of the people, all the foreigners, then there's not going to be anybody left to do this stuff. So this is the quote. She says, so Hollywood is crawling with outsiders and foreigners. Um, and if we kick them all out, you'll have nothing to watch but football and mixed martial arts, which are not the arts. <laughs> and the MMA community went crazy. Yeah. They went nuts. Uh-huh. And I get it. Because I, as you, if you listen to this show, you've heard me say many times, I've been watching mixed martial arts since 1994. Mm-hmm. I'm not a football fan. I'm a fan socially. Mm-hmm. I'm a Philadelphia sport fan, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I watch basketball. So everybody else is watching basketball. But MMA, mixed martial arts. I've been doing martial arts since I was a child. And this is my sport. That's your dream. So when I heard her say that, I was like, uh, you do 
no, you just said mixed martial arts, right? Yeah. And famous, famously enough, um, Dana White, who is like a huge face of mixed of, of mixed martial arts in the UFC, has some things to say back. So here's what he said. He goes, "Of course, it's an art. These fighters, these men and women, are so talented. Saying something stupid like that." Is like saying she's not a talented actress, which she is. Sure. And Dana White, now, a lot of people have been like, well, Dana White is a Donald Trump supporter and so on, so on, so on. And it's like, okay, Dana White supports Donald Trump, but that has, that's not really, that's really not what we're talking about right now. Mm -hmm. He's defending the sport that he has given a large part of his career to making huge. And the same point she was talking about, about foreigners and people from all over the world and how we need them, entertainment and so on, so on, so. And for, for her to say like, wait a minute, it's not art. Like, this sport does exactly what you were just advocating for. Yeah. You know, our, and, our, and I would even argue mixed martial arts is almost more diverse than Hollywood is, yeah. you know, in a lot of ways. Like, and I'm not saying that there are no people of color in, Ho in Hollywood and there are no people, but I'm just saying, like, the point being, like, this isn't art. It's like, that's, that's a wild that's a wild statement. He also goes on to say, um, this Dana White, we have fighters from all over the world. She's not educated about the sport. And that was completely, that was a completely uneducated comment. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, I mean, for me, it's a strong eye roll. Because to what? To, to, to Meryl Streep saying that in the first place, that kind of, it, 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 what it makes me think of is anytime anyone has ever said to me, like comic books are like real stories mm. or video games are art. Yeah, or something like that, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, rap isn't music, you know. Mm, usually, yeah. it's, it's from some uh, older generation of somebody who's just not in yeah. touch with the thing, yeah, and has a hard time accepting new mediums mm -hmm. and crafts. Mm -hmm. So, for me, a strong eye roll. Like, I believe I understand what you are trying to say, but mm, you're that, wrong. Is two left shoes? As far that as I'm ain't it. That ain't it. That the way I, you know, what I call that? That was an old lady comment. Yeah, yeah, more. Well, yeah, that was an old was, lady comment. It, it was, was kind of like, "I'm with you, I'm with you." Yeah, yeah. Whoa, old lady, hold on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're a little dis disconnected because that's extremely disrespectful, and that kind of like, unfortunately, messes up the point you're trying to make. It does. You know what it I does. mean? Like that that cuts your own legs out from underneath you because you just advocated for all this stuff very, very well, you know, and very are like beautifully. And in the next sentence, it's just like, Pew. well, the other side of this is if this is coming from me, mm -hmm. my, my perspective is I don't care what Meryl Streep thinks about MMA or football. I don't care. Sure. I, I, I don't care about, frankly, I don't care about what Meryl Streep thinks about most things. Mm -hmm. um, I, it was a weird statement. And it was definitely an uneducated one because it, it flies in the face of the point that she was making. Yeah. So it was an eye roll for me because you're like, but, but why did you say that? Why did you say that? And the, the other part of it, too, is I understand the offense. I understand the disrespect. However, in our, in our era of internet reactions, yeah. some people are a while now on Meryl Streep yeah. in some very... Uh, let's say expressive ways mm -hmm. like oh you don't think it's an art why don't you enter into the octagon <laughs> and, get, and I'm gonna show you if it's an like, art oh yeah that's I not know. what that's not that's not the point we need to make <laughs> I mean I, I mean, don't how does it make you feel because you're a fan yeah I'm a fan and to me it's just an uneducated point yeah you know what I mean it's someone who doesn't know what they're talking about I, I trying to make a point and you're just you got a little passionate and you are loud and wrong yeah. You know what I mean? I would love to see her correct this 
But I think, I, but I think, but I think she, nice. I think she believes it because I, because to me, that would be. I'm just t- this. This is where I'm standing. Sure, from my perspective, because mm. I don't know her. Mm-hmm. But when she said it, I was like, "Oh, you mean that? That's what you think?" Because mm-hmm. there are people who go, "Hip hop isn't music." Yeah, right. Or like, in, in, like sampling music isn't like me isn't making music. Right. Like that kind. Of, there, there are people who really have those stances. You know, like there's movies and then there's film. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And people have those opinions. So to me, it's just like. Man, whatever. You don't know what you're talking about. Because yeah. if you've ever done mixed martial arts or martial arts in general, you understand that there's definitely an art to it, like the sweet science of boxing. Have you ever watched Muhammad Ali? Um, yeah. Have you ever watched Floyd Mayweather? Never Have you ever watched fact. Anderson Silva? The Have you word. ever watched Johnny Bones Jones? Like, there's no way. Like, have you ever watched wrestling in the Olympics and judo in the Olympics and like, like come on. Like, yeah. that's a really ignorant statement to call that not an art. Like, that's, that's, that's really. That's, you know, it's the same thing where people go, like if someone, I, we made this point before we started recording, if someone was like, yeah, and all you'll have left is stupid comic book movies, which aren't even real movies. Yeah. Everyone who's a geek culture fan would, would, would erupt. Yeah. You know? And that's, well, so that's just it. Because it, it, if it were a situation like that, I'd be yeah. able to say, look, I understand what you're trying to say, but that was dumb. I, I get what you're trying to say yeah. about what you think about certain productions over others and mm-hmm. quality over uh, something. But you don't else. have to but put down no, a community no, of people. You, you don't got to step on nobody in order to make that point. Yeah, you could have made that point without disrespecting. Because, I mean, you know, if you look at football, there's a huge amount of people of color who play football mm-hmm. who have given their entire life, you know, to study their art, to study their sport, to to train and all that kind of stuff. And, like, there's no way for me to take that other than a complete slap in the face and an intentional put down. I would right, right, right after you finish addressing someone about being a bully. Yeah. And it's kind of like you made great points and that doesn't, and that doesn't take away the validity of the points you are making. Yeah. And it makes it hard for people to hear those, those valid points when you start to put down other forms of art. Mm-hmm. It's just like, uh, Anyway, moving on. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Great point. Great speech. I understand what you're saying. No need to put down football. No, no need to put down basketball, uh, uh, MMA. Because what I fear is people who are fans of those sports, people who have family members who are in those sports, people who are participating in those sports themselves, won't hear everything else you just said. Yeah, that's and right. And anything that you say in the future because you, you, tainted you, you dislike them. Yeah, you tainted that Purely thing. because of the sport they choose to participate in, the lifestyle they choose to live, and the recreation they choose to participate in. Word. Now, you're at odds with them. Yeah. And it's like, no, you have great points, but now you've almost made made me your enemy when i when i like you i like what you do how come you don't like what i do yeah i didn't never do nothing to you i go see all your movies you know i'm just trying to put myself in the mind of a person who's like dang so i can't i can't want to see conor mcgregor fight and want to see your movie and that's you You know know, what what you were saying is um in her words she had said "And, and those aren't arts but the thing is it's fine if you want to say and those aren't movies Right. It's and those aren't a certain type of entertainment, but the the disparaging tone of the mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. is everything. 
Like, it's, like you're less than. Right. Yeah. I, and and we we should be above that. Sure. That barbaric, you know, and it's kind of, like she didn't say that, but I can imagine. And there's a certain level to where that's kind of how I took it. Like, oh, excuse me, Meryl Streep. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me that I'm not an actor or an actress and sophisticated like you. I'm a barbaric, boneheaded mixed martial arts fighter because I don't have the, you know, culture to be an actress or an actor or director or a cinematographer i'm just purely a millionaire football player sure you know what i mean like what like that's it was whack but shouldn't have said it it was whack that's it yeah uh moving down the line yeah really quickly here's a report from jj abrams jj abrams says that he's done with film reboots he doesn't want to do reboots anymore he just wants to do westworld i, I guess jj abrams is a reboot, isn't it? which is a reboot yeah <laughs> it is I, I don't know J abrams is well he didn't direct westworld he just he's just produced a, it, right? a part of it so i yeah. wonder what he means with the extent of that statement is but he says i feel incredibly lucky to have gotten involved in things that i loved when i was a kid in fact even westworld is one of them but I don't feel any desire to do that again. I feel like I've done enough of that, and I'm more excited about working on things that are original ideas that perhaps one day someone else will have to reboot. I'm into that. Here for I it. I get it. I yeah. get it. You, you've, you've done something. You feel like, you know what? I'm ready to try something different. Yeah. I don't really want to do that anymore. And take I risks. That. You don't want to take... That. And, and that's the, what I hear him saying is, remixing is cool. Had some fun. I, I want to take risks now. I want to do something original. And I, that's great. What what could be better than an artist saying, I'm ready to put some stuff on the line? So, yeah, sure. Do your thing, Abrams. Uh, some other changes, although we're shifting a little bit in the subject, uh, not changes to film, but now changes to comic books. You, sir, Octavius. Yes. You use digital redemption codes. Yes, I do. In Marvel's comic books. Yep. And... Uh, I, I think you would count that as a perk of buying a comic. That's a large portion of why I enjoy re- buying Marvel comics because it's like you buy, you get two comics when you buy one. Well, my friends, mm-hmm. say goodbye to those days. Yeah, because Marvel is changing the content that they're going to be offering. Well, oh, now they want to switch it up on bonus digital content. They're switching it up, mm-hmm. and maybe not in a way that's going to be good for guys like me and you, people no. who read comics consistently. Because now what they're going to be doing is offering an array of several comic books to choose from. For every book that you grab, you scan the code, and you can choose a digital copy of Civil War II issue one, Captain Marvel issue one, Old Man Logan, the entire trade paperback. Um, so there's there's some interesting stuff here at play. It seems the trade-off is they're trying to give people an entrance. Like, hey, welcome inside. You bought a comic book? Here's a treat. We'll give you a whole book. But that's not... I don't think that's doing anything for your collection if you were hoping for the digital version of the book that you bought. It seems they're doing away with that. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So they're not giving me my digital comic anymore? Replacing. They're, give, replacing. they're replacing it. Yeah. Newsarama reports. Oh, come on. Newsarama reports that David Gabriel, Marvel, Marvel's SVP of sales, or uh, yeah, SVP of sales, our intent is in evolving our digital code program is to offer our fans more value per dollar cent. Great. 
They go on to say, replacing the free digital copy, our bonus digital comics will offer fans free entry points for current on-sale collected editions and, in turn, invite additional and repeat traffic into our trusted retailers. Replacing. So you're not going to get a digital version now. I don't like it. You're going to get a Captain Marvel trade. I don't like it. Or Civil War II, the whole trade. Nope. But... Yeah, uh, look, I I understand what's happening here, Marvel, but I think it's something you got to do in addition. That's what the, it's easy to add; it's hard to take away. Yeah. I didn't ask you for that. Yeah, no, you know, they and I appreciate and I appreciate the fact that other people will be able to get in the comics, and I think it's dope to be able to share your codes with other people. That's awesome. However, comma, why are you taking away my digital code? So, so you know what I like doing? Yeah, I like starting a physical copy, mm-hmm. putting the code in. Or, like, opening up a Marvel comic, peeling that thing back, and putting the digital code in first. Mm-hmm. Starting to read it. And then, sometimes you don't feel like fishing in your bag. Sometimes you're not near the comic. And you can be sitting on the bus. You can be sitting on the sub. You can be waiting for someone to show up. You can pull out your phone. And you can keep reading where you left off. Yeah. That's one of the dope things about Marvel comics. Yeah. So, I don't know why you wouldn't add to that. Why would you take that away? They, I'm going to say the reason why they're doing this is they're probably realizing they can make more money if they didn't give you that free stuff. And the other side of this is they use the word bonus B. So bonus means it's a, it's a gift that we giveth and we can taketh away because it's a bonus. I hear you. So I, yeah, I like I, look, I'm, I'm not here for it either, but it's changing. So, all right. Yeah. Well, good news that's coming from Marvel. So we know that the Netflix series, The Defenders, is coming out. Defenders is Jessica Jones, Daredevil, Luke Cage, a.k.a. Power Man, and Iron Fist, a.k.a. And Felicia Rashad, <laughs> a.k.a. Danny Rand. Iron Fist is coming out in March, I think, I think so. on Netflix. So, um, and we know that there's going to be a Defenders TV show coming mm-hmm. out on Netflix shortly afterwards, at some some point afterwards. So... Wouldn't it be smart to capitalize on the people who are going to be watching the TV show to get them in the comics? You got to common sense. Mm -hmm. Why don't we make a Defenders comic book? Yep. So that's what Marvel's doing. So Marvel Comics announced a new Defenders comic book series. The series will bring together the Marvel Cinematic Universe Defenders featured on the Netflix Daredevil. On Netflix, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist as the Defenders of the Marvel Comics Universe for the first time. The team behind this is what has my ears perked. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, I would say, look, it's a cash grab. I'm not interested. Usually the thing based on the TV show, probably not going to be so hot. However, it's Bendis. Yeah. And Marquez. Yeah. And say what you want about Civil War II, the conclusion was not good. Mm -hmm. But it looked good. Looked beautiful. And up until a certain part, it read really nice. Yeah. Except for when they they Scott Snyder us at the end. And what we mean by Scott Snyder... Being, being wake is hard. <laughs> <laughs> is that the end? They kind of just go... Blah, 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 at the end. It's, it's over. Like, it's like, yeah. wait, 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 hold on. You didn't you didn't tie that together for me. Yeah. So, yeah. But we have our theories on why that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. This is this is what's going on. That's comic news. Yep. That's right. Do we want to get into talk back? Um, let's, do, let's do one. We'll do one talk back. Okay. At this point in time, I think what we want to try for the first time... On Comic Book Junto. First time ever. This is a premiere. World premiere. World premiere. We're going to play a voicemail. 
mm-hmm. that was sent to us from a listener after last week. Uh, we have that phone number that you can call. That Pick- phone number, let me tell you one more time, 215-948-2742. That's right. And it's already in use, and we're so happy that it's in use. If you want to leave us a voicemail and you don't mind it being on the show, leave us a voicemail, and it might wind up on the show. If you do not want us to play it, because maybe we will, maybe we won't, Mm -hmm. but maybe we will. Maybe we could. Let us know in the voicemail that it is not for air, that is not for broadcast, and we'll make sure that we keep that one to ourselves. But we do have a voicemail, the first ever, at Comic Book Junto Studios (laughs) HQ. Yeah. Uh, and we want to play that for you right now. All right, here we go. First voicemail ever. Here we go. Listen up. Hi, my name's Tony. Uh, I emailed you guys a couple of months ago about uh, how you guys changed my life and inspired me and my daughters, uh, how we, you know, went to the comic shop and, um, you know, just bonded even more because of your guys' show. But uh, I'm calling you guys today because I got a question for you guys. My local comic shop just closed down. And I need help. Is there an online subscription somewhere or something that I can get new comics from? Uh, I just, the nearest comic shop for me now is like 45 minutes away. So I need help. Is there an online subscriber that, you know, I can get my comics from, for me and my daughters to, uh, you know, bond even more over comics? All right, let me know, guys. I need your help. And thanks. Love the show. All right. That's it. That's the first one. So first voice. Tony, Tony, Tony. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to Tony. Thank you for calling us. Thank you for leaving that voicemail. So Tony's hit us up with a little bit of a dilemma he's having. Yeah, that's right. The what local you- shop is closing down, so where are you gonna go? First of all, Tony, I'm honored. Oh, truly. To hear that our show had any effect on you individually, but to hear that our show had an effect on your relationship with your daughters and that you and your daughters are bonding over comics that uniquely genuinely touches my heart. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I feel blessed to play a role by cracking jokes and talking (laughs) trash, you know, to have any effect on you as a father like that, that I'm inspired by you because I hope to be able to bond over, you know, geek culture with my future children and my nieces and nephews and just human beings in general. But specifically, I look forward to being a father and bonding over geek culture in many different forms with my kids. So yeah, hearing man. hearing that we're helping in that, that's I feel blessed to be yeah. to be of any any kind of help in that way. I, I I also feel pressured because I'm every time I say something dumb about Soldier Boy, I'm feeling like I'm is not, his daughter's listening? I'm letting Tony down. I'm letting you down, Tony. I'm sorry. Uh, but no, man, that is that is really special, and that's why we wanted to play your voicemail. Thank you for sending it to us, and maybe we can help you with your predicament. Octavius, you sent me a link. As we were talking about this show and yeah. getting ready for it, and that, yeah. that link is comicshoplocator.com. One more time. Comicshoplocator.com. Right. And it seems to me like this is a, a, a pretty substantial directory for every single comic book store that exists that, in the that United they, States. That they've found. Of course, there's new ones popping up all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But- you of know. course. So uh, maybe, hopefully, this would be a tool that you would be able to use to find a shop that perhaps you didn't even know about. There are some that, you know, they're just, 
down a highway that you never drive down, you know, or it's it's in a uh, uh, strip mall that you just never go to. Right. We don't go to that Denny's. We go to the other one. Right. Who like, goes so you to just, who going to Denny's? I don't know. I've just got Denny's. Home. I got moons over my hammy. I'm All hungry. Right. All right. Okay. So, so maybe, maybe, maybe comicshoplocator.com can help. However, if that doesn't help, I do have a suggestion. Call that shop that is 45 minutes away and ask them if, A, they'll put together a pool list for you, and B, will they mail that to you? Mm-hmm. Because there are certain stores that will do just that. Yeah, Midtown Comics in New York, they will put together a pool list, all the books that you want that day, that week. Mm-hmm. And if you tell them, you pay a little extra something, you give them the address, and then they mail those books to you. Right. Now, I understand that that is... That's not the event that you were looking forward right, right. to. That's not the same thing as getting in the car and driving with your girls and going to the store and you know enjoying the time that you have when you're milling about. And nothing can replace that. But you had an idea for that. But I do have an idea for that. My idea for that is make your own tradition. Mm-hmm. If you're getting your pool list and you're having it mailed to you, you're getting your books. Make that a book day. Yeah. Happy brown bag day. Yeah. Happy brown bag day to the whole family. You take some time to sit down and read what were your favorite books. You have a Junto. You can mm-hmm. listen to comic book Junto. Yeah. I mean, you, you have a lot of opportunities to make your own path. And like I said, you can't replace the feeling of walking into a shop, yeah. talking to the people behind the counter. Mm-hmm. What's good? What mm-hmm. should I check out? What do I not know about? But you can get close to it. And but you can, you can make something that's your own. You can make something brand new, something special for yourself, something unique for your family. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all about that. I think maybe in, in this duress, because you have to find an alternative, you might end up doing something far more special than you were even doing in the first place. Right. And you know, one other thing, I had an idea. Now, my brain went to tech. I yeah. started thinking about what oh, kind of... because you're a hacker now. <laughs> right. What kind of things that you can do um, with some different ways. Now, I don't want to assume what your, you know, tech ownership is. I don't know if you have any of these things, but I'm just kind of freestyling here. So, if you have a TV, if you have Wi-Fi, and if you have an Apple TV and an iPhone mm. or an iPad, mm-hmm. what you can do is go digital. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can go digital... And you can go, there's a Marvel Comics app, there's a DC Comics app, and there's Comicsology. So all of those apps will allow you to digitally download the comic books that you want on Wednesday on Brown Bag Day. And what you could do is you could digitally download those comics. And if you have a TV, if you have Wi-Fi, if you have an Apple TV, you could mirror the screen of your iPhone, iPad, or whatever onto the television. Okay. And you guys could read them together and turn the pages together and watch the television. You guys can get some snacks. You know, you could like make a whole event out of it with 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 tech. So yeah. it's not the same as having a comic book in your hand, but just trying to find a way to make it easy for you to actually have what you want. So you might not necessarily need to have the comic books mailed to you. Now, some people that matters to have the physical comics. Yeah, I love I the physical comics. I love the physical comics too. Um, but I think that if you don't want to drive that 45 minutes and if you don't want to pay that shipping, if you got an iPhone or if you got an Android or if you got a Fire Stick or if you got, I don't know what you have. I don't know how Fire Stick works, actually. I'm not but, sure. Um, you can download those comics and then you can 
project them on your TV through Apple TV. And I'm browsing online. Marvel has a subscription website, subscriptions.marvel.com. Okay. DC seems to have a subscription service as well. Image has a a subscription service that's called Image Direct. That's Mm subscriptions.imagecomics.com. They got deals. 30% off this. They have free shipping as well. Look at that. There's a lot of stuff going down here. You can also check out something that I just pulled up because I was searching on Google. OneUpCollectibles.com. The number one up collectibles.com and they do mail order comics by by publisher, by by, uh, uh, writer, by illustrator. There's a lot of stuff that you can check out. There are a lot of options for you to to try at least to simulate the things that you were doing. And like I'm saying, my man, like even if you go digital, like Octavia said, you have a really cool opportunity to start doing something new. And then maybe that's something that your girls would do with their kids. Hey. And it's like, well, this is what my dad did. Got a heritage that you passed down. Yeah, right. You passed down the brown bag, right? Hey, you passed down the brown bag. So you got a holiday every Wednesday. Come down, comic book trees all lit up. Look underneath. <laughs> what is that? It's a stack of comic books. They're all week old because they got here late. But mm-hmm. hey, what's up? It's okay. You know what's interesting? A lot of people who didn't, there's been a whole lot of innovation, a whole lot of unique particular things that have come out of circumstances not being exactly the way you want them to be. Yeah, absolutely. There's a whole lot of family traditions, a whole lot of new inventive ways people have come up to do things and to supplement things just because they didn't have it the way they wanted or they didn't have it the way other people did. You make so, the best with what you got. You do You do what you can with what you got. Yeah. Um, so we just wanted to encourage you to be, first of all, we're, we admire the fact that you're spending time with your daughters and bonding over something like this. This means a lot. Mm-hmm. And also just want to encourage you to continue doing it by any means possible. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and however creative you got to get, um, we just want to encourage you to, you know, like we said, use what you got to do what you want to do. And we appreciate any role that we played in it. So get back in touch with us. Let us know how things, yes. what, you, what you came up with, what you decided to do. I want to know what you do. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that's, that's awesome. Thank you for leaving us a voicemail, Tony. So again, if anybody else wants to leave a voicemail, phone number is 215-948-2742. Let us know if you want it to be on the show or not. If you don't say you don't want it to be on the show, we're going to assume it will be okay to put on the show. Mm-hmm. And if you want to hit us with a question for our talk back segment, hashtag AskCBJ on Twitter. You can also send us an email, comicbookjunto at barefruit.com. We will consider everything. We can't promise that we will get to everything. So we appreciate everybody who's been hitting us up, everybody who's been sending us emails and phone calls and all that kind of stuff. We're going to do the best we can um, to make decisions, but we want to try to keep the show reasonable in length. So unfortunately, we can't choose everybody, but we love you all. We appreciate you guys reaching out. That's what's up. All right, so let's get into pull lists. Pull lists. Happy yeah. Brown Bag Day, Adam. Happy Brown Bag Day to you, Octavius. Internet, happy, happy, brown, happy Brown Bag Day to you as well. It's a heavy brown bag. It is a heavy brown bag. Sometimes I go into the store and I don't know what to expect, and then I leave with 18 books and a back problem, and today was one of those days. Uh, I had to make a few cuts. So I'm looking at my pull list right now. I'm looking at my stack. I have Occupy Avengers number three. That's going to be one of our books of the week. I've got Jessica Jones number four, Motor Crush number two, Power Man and Iron Fist number 12, of course, Southern Bastards. This is number 16. Spider-Man number 12, starting off a new arc. Again, one of our books of the week this week. And Wonder Woman number 14, the finale of year one, which is so good. What you got? 
All right, I got All-Star Batman number six. This is a new arc. Um, we've got Daredevil, Daredevil number 15, but it actually says number one, the seventh day starts now. So this is like a starting point for the new arc. Mm-hmm. Motor Crush number two, Miss Marvel number 14, Occupy Avengers number three, Power Man and Iron Fist number 12, Spider-Man number 12, but this is also a uh, one. Now you got me some unique things here i did indeed you got me some special stuff i did indeed adam got me power man and iron fist number 79 yeah there's some early ones 60 cents there's some yeah. originally yeah. was 60 cents and he also got me power man and iron fist number 82 i'm i'm curious what year that is i'm looking this up uh number 79 you said 79 that came is out march and 82 came out in june no those, those are both in 1982 1982 is when those books came out wow. and yo they're looking fresh what is uh that one says on the cover so on the cover of 79 it says and you thought it would never come the day of the dreadlocks <laughs> <laughs> and number 82 it says secret of the black tiger <laughs> oh, i've been trying to figure out what the secret of the black tiger is for years now i know you know yeah. after hey. i read this and listen you know what? I did never think the day would come the day of the dreadlocks. Yeah. But that day came and went. Yeah. I got to figure out what happened in 82. The, the day That was the day of the dreadlocks, I guess. Yeah. So uh, hopefully, I'm hoping that you enjoy those. I'm hoping you get some sweet Christmas out of that. Right. It's like, I'm really, really, really wanting some Luke I Cage. I appreciate that. Uh, uh, with his, his vulgarity, his creative vulgarities. Fiddle faddle. Fiddle faddle. Nick pack, knick knack patty whack. That's right. But, uh, but that's not what we're talking about today. Today we're talking about Occupy Avengers number three and Spider-Man number 12 because both of those books are really good. We read both of them and we we want to talk more about it. So I figure what we can do is talk about Occupy because that's coming from our friend David F. Walker, mm-hmm. responsible for Power Man and Iron Fist. Yep. Uh, Among many other things. So many other things. It's drawn by Carlos Pacheco. And you said, as we opened this book up, that you like it because it feels like a movie. Oh, right. spoiler. Yes. We're about to get into these books. We're going to speak at length. We are going to analyze them and talk through them. Every plot, detail, every panel. We want you to have that experience for yourself for the first time. So if you have not picked that book up, please do read it and then join us for this Junto. Otherwise, three, two, one. Spoilers, it's your fault. So you were saying that it feels like a movie. How, how do you how are you getting that vibe? Because the beginning, well, you know, I'm into design. I'm I'm in a design apprenticeship now, so typography stands out to me. Yeah. So, and in the beginning, it says there is a man, and if you can find him, and if he believes in your plight, he and his team will do what needs to be done. Some call them out outlaws, rebels, Robin Hoods. To many, they are heroes. No powers to speak of. Just skills, smarts, and the drive to put things right. Occupy Avengers. And like when you see, it looks like an older movie poster. It looks a little Western. You see, yeah, you see, um, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> you see wah, the two characters, wah, main characters wah. we've been following so far, standing there and walking down the street. I'm like, the, okay, I like it. I see what's going on here. Yeah, I enjoy it. And right from the jump, as soon as we open this book, that first panel, immediately I recognize what's going on here. We got a little tribute to Captain America mm-hmm. brawling in uh, like a back alley because we have 
<laughs> Hawkeye, Clint Barton, looking a mess, looking shaky like he just took a punch, and he says, I can do this all day. And I didn't peep this Just at first. like Steve. I didn't peep this at first. Yeah. But that's from Captain America 1? Yeah, from, from Captain America 1 and the it, movie. It came back in Civil War when he was fighting Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, does yeah, the same yeah, thing. Yeah. So I can do this all day. Yeah. Love that. Love that. And who is this man fighting? Your man Nighthawk. <laughs> Kicking this dude in the throat. <laughs> who is not here for it. He ain't playing with y'all. No. He is not messing around with nobody out here. As it turns out, Nighthawk and Hawkeye have a beef of some kind. Although it's really just a one-sided beef. Yeah. Because Clint Barton is out here saying, Hey, I just came to talk. <laughs> yeah. And Nighthawk like, says, I told you if I ever saw you again, I'd kill you. And Hawkeye is realizing... Oh, wow. Okay, you meant that. You meant that literally. Oh, I thought you were just upset. <laughs> you know, what I really liked about this book is that fight taking place down on the streets. They're in Chicago right now. But then up on this terrace, like up on the fire escape behind those boys as they're throwing down is a familiar character and one of the other Occupy Avengers. So we've got Red Wolf standing on the fire, mm -hmm. uh, the fire escape mm -hmm. with Tilda. Tilda Johnson, a.k.a. Deadly Nightshade. Deadly Nightshade. I want to believe that Nightshade has to do with, like, shade. Like, throwing shade. <laughs> throwing Nightshade. Oh, I'm sure that. I'm Whatever sure that's her Whatever secret move is throwing Nightshade. She just throws shade. She spills tea, throws shade. But that's she's a thing. hilarious character as you're reading her. I'm like, I like her. Yo, she's thirsty. She's, <laughs> she's, she's, she's up here on this fire escape saying, yeah, uh, asking uh, Red Wolf, yeah, hey, like, while, the, while they're doing their thing, you want to just, you want to get it on? And Red Wolf's like, it <laughs> get it on what is it yeah so she's she's put moves on she's she's aggressively she, putting moves on but she is hilarious she's very at funny the same time. very funny very sarcastic and you get the feeling that in a weird way she's like got a level of like con not authority but like control over nighthawk like yeah. she's a voice of reason like all right stop and yeah. like nighthawk could be like he'll pay attention <laughs> Okay, you know, that kind of thing. Like, the only voice that would be able to actually get Nighthawk to pay attention. So, um, yeah, Nighthawk and Clint are going back and forth. And, you know, Red Wolf's like, yeah, we should probably get in the mix because he's about, I think Nighthawk's about to kill him. Um, and, you know, Tilda's like, nah, it ain't good. And I like Clint Barton narrating through this fight and saying, you know, this has happened to me before. Sometimes people roll up on me and they say, I'm going to kill you, Clint Barton. And it gets me thinking, is it them or is it me? I mean, like, is it something that happened in their life? That's why they want to take out their aggression on me? Or is it something that I did? And he's going back and forth and back and forth and settles on. Uh, no, nah, you know, it's them. Yeah. Not yeah. me. He hasn't learned a thing. No, no, hasn't learned a thing. So, of course, Red Wolf and Tilda, uh, they, they've got to intervene and stop the fight. So that way... Everybody can talk. We can find out why we're even here in the first place. And Red Wolf, yo, he is capable. He is holding Nighthawk and saying, I will break bones that you don't want me to break. Yeah. Just stand down. Chill out. And Tilda, like you said, she's got some authority over Nighthawk. And she's like, okay, okay, hold up. Let's hear what the man has to and say. And I thought it was interesting that Tilda was the one that said, I will break bones that you don't want me to break. Yep. And Nighthawk goes, okay, which makes me go, well, what's going on with Nightshade? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, t tell me more about her. Like, because for Nighthawk to, to, uh, to like respond that way makes me think, oh, Nightshade is a beast. Yeah. Tilda, Tilda putting some work in. We just, I don't have a lot of experience with her yet. And as it turns out, Clint and Red Wolf are both there for her. 
You know, it's it's funny. My expectation immediately was Hawkeye and Red Wolf come into Chicago and they're looking for Nighthawk. Hey, Nighthawk, we need your help. Nah, flip the script. They're here exclusively for Nightshade's help. Yes. Because she's a genius. She's an engineering inventor, mechanical genius. And Red Wolf and Hawkeye have happened upon some really strange... Uh, um, what would you even call them? Some strange affects. They got a they severed have, head. They have, they have a severed like cyborg head. Robot head in a bag and a bunch of like weird metal goop. And they show it to Tilda and she says, I know what everything is, but what the hell is this? Yeah. What did you just bring to me? Which apparently is, is a, like we said, a severed cyborg head in epidurum. Mm-hmm. And, um, Tilda describes epidermis. She says, think vibranium or adamantium, only more difficult to come by. Now, we know adamantium is unbreakable, Mm -hmm. very, very rare. And we know that vibranium is super duper rare. The largest amount of it is in Wakanda, heavily guarded. And we know that Captain America's shield is made partially partially out of vibranium, right? Mm -hmm. Now, was vibranium uh, part of what made adamantium? No, no. So they're just separate altogether. Adamantium is, I think it's supposed to be one of the strongest metals. And of course, it's it's what's coating the bones inside of Logan's body, yeah. Wolverine. And vibranium is what makes up, it's like a composite vibranium, is what makes up Captain America's shield. Vibranium's special thing yeah. is it absorbs all impact. Just that's it. So it breaks physics in a way because it can get slammed by anything and just absorb the impact and be totally fine. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting when she says it's harder to get a hold of than vibranium and adamantium. That's saying something. Mm-hmm. Like I never even heard of epidurum. I just thought of epidermis, which is skin, which yeah. turns out to be that's kind of what it is. Yeah, she points out that this is the stuff that they use to make the skin for. LMDs, life model decoys. And, you know, she goes through and she's like, you know what an LMD is, right? And Hawkeye seems to have some experience with running into an LMD from time to time. So yeah, they know what it is. What they don't understand is why were they able to find like five, six barrels of this epidurium in a truck in a car accident that was driverless on a highway in Chicago? What is going on around here? So they came to Tilda to ask her those questions to say, we're kind of out of our jurisdiction here. We need your help. And we're trying to do that thing where we're good guys. We're doing the right thing and we need your help. And I like how Hawk, uh, Nighthawk is like, you, need, you think we do the same thing? And Hawkeye says, look, you dress up like a bird and go around Chicago and own Chicago. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What does that sound like? Yeah. You sound like Batman. Wasn't Chicago... Wasn't Gotham designed off of Chicago? I believe so. Or Philadelphia, one of the two. No, I don't think it was Philadelphia. Okay, so yeah, Gotham was designed off of Chicago. And, you know, I don't know which one came first, Batman or Nighthawk, but I'm pretty sure it's Batman. Mm -hmm. You know, so, but I like it. I like the similarity. I like the similarity in attitude. And, you know, even him saying, you walk around dressed up like a bird. It's like, that's the joke that we've heard about Batman many times. Yeah, absolutely. So these cats go basically go looking for, you know, company where they can get where this epidurum came from. Yeah, the truck that they found those barrels inside of was a, a coal truck, but there was no coal 
inside of it. So they go to the Greater Central Illinois Coal Company, and they got a break in. And now you get to see the strengths of each of these members. So Hawkeye's doing his thing, and, and uh, Red Wolf is checking the tracks to see how recent they are. And Tilda notices that the padlock is brand new on the fences. So some kind of activity is taking place here. And then they're stepping on bullet casings on these empty shells all over the place. So some, some firefight was taking place previously. And, uh, that's when red dots start showing up red dots on everybody's head, clearly ready to open fire. And at this point in time, all of our heroes take cover. Yes. So everybody takes cover gunshots, arrows being shot, all kinds of stuff. And ultimately Nighthawk gets pinned down, but eventually he's able to, you know, fight off some folks and when all the gunfire slows down, we see a couple characters come out of the shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately, they're like, look, bring me uh, Red Wolf and Tilda. Because, um, what did he say? He wants to talk to them or something like that? Bring him in for questioning? Yeah, bring him in for questioning. And when the, sh- when the person comes out of the shadows, it's Nick Fury. That's right. And it's like, hold up. Wait a minute. It's not just Samuel Jackson, Nick Fury. It's... White Nick Fury. White Nick Fury. Yeah, the 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 old head Nick Fury. And Nick Fury is with Dum Dum Dugan, and they're with Gabe Jones. And the three of them are all members of the Howling Commandos. Like the old school Howling Commandos. Not like Dum Dum Dugan's current commandos, which is Werewolf by Night, Man Thing, like those Jones, mm-hmm. the Manphibians in there. Uh, these are the old school guys. Now, here's what I know from previous comics. The last time we saw Nick Fury show up in a comic book, he was an LMD. Dum Dum Dugan, the leader of the current Howling Commandos, the monster Howling Commanders, is an LMD. So I assume Gabe Jones is also, because these guys should be dead by now. Otherwise, they've been around for an incredibly long time. Yeah. So my guess is they are life model decoys. They are robots. I don't know why they are. Maybe they're building an army of some kind. Maybe they've gone rampant, some glitch in their system. Who knows? But they were trying to kill Nighthawk and Hawkeye and Red Wolf and Tilda. And that's a bad look. I like this issue a lot. I really like the interpersonal stuff. Yeah. The dynamic between Tilda and Red Wolf is a lot of fun. I like I like Tilda a lot. Well, she keeps saying, are you flirting with me? Like, he, Red Wolf says, we're going to need weapons that can take care of these soldiers. Are you flirting with me? Yeah. Like, no, no, come on. I like the dynamic between Nighthawk and Hawkeye. The Nighthawk is totally not there for jokes. Absolutely not there for jokes. What is Hawkeye refers to him as the Punisher without a sense of humor. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I enjoy Occupy Avengers number three. So that's that. Mm-hmm. All right, now we're on to Spider-Man number twelve. And this one on the cover, we see something that resembles a scene from was that Spider-Man one? Spider-Man was it one or was it Spider-Man two? I don't remember. With the Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, upside down kiss. Right. Mm-hmm. But on the cover of Spider-Man 12, we see Miles Morales kissing Gwen Stacy, yeah. uh, Spider-Gwen, and they are both upside down. That's right. So this is very interesting. So you look at the cover of this and you're like, wait, what? Huh? What, what am I looking at here? Mm-hmm. And then when you open up the page, first thing you see is Miles and Gwen kissing. And it says, what? Hold on. 
He says, wait, hold on, what? And I'm like, that's literally what I just said out loud. That is exactly what Octavius said as soon as he opened the book and he sees that. He's like, oh, hey, what, what? It turns out Genki has the same questions. Right. Because we, we flashed to uh, uh, Miles and Genki and Fabio's dorm room. And Miles, for some reason, is just updating everybody. He's like, so here's what happened. I was making out with Gwen Stacy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Right. How did we get here? How did we get to that part? So from uh, the last issue of Spider-Man, we know that Civil War II has ended. So all of that mess is cleared up. The consequences, or lack thereof, are taking place now. And Miles Morales' dad, Jefferson, is missing. Yes. Where did he go? We don't know. What we do know is Maria Hill has got him back working for S.H.I.E.L.D., sent him out on a mission, and he's gone. And that's all we've got thus far. Before we before reading the issue, of course, we get a little more information as we keep reading. Mm-hmm. So we got gold balls, we got Genki, and they're sitting in the dorm room. They're hearing from Miles, and Miles is breaking it down that his, you know, he's talking to his mom. His mom couldn't find where his dad was. So he's like, you know, telling her, hey, maybe call the police, maybe call the hospital, see what's going on, all that kind of stuff. And then after he hangs up with his mom, he's like, well, hold on, I'm a superhero. I should probably be able to get to the bottom of what's going I'll go on. Look here. for him. So he starts swinging around, starts looking for him, and does he call his dad? And ultimately, it just says unavailable. Right? Mm-hmm. He can't get through. So he's sitting, he's chilling, he's hanging out. Next thing you know, a shield carrier comes over what looks like a bridge in New York, and we have Maria Hill like orbiting down, like hovering down with like space boots or something like that like yeah. something that tony stark had designed and she comes down and she goes i need you um she says hello miles don't run and miles is like wait hold up how she how she know i'm spider-man how she know my real name she know everything how does she know all this information so she shows up and you know my, we have a lot of funny banter back and forth between Genki, gold balls and miles and a lot of cool right jokes i mean i like the panels know, the way that the yeah. panels are lined up in this one like gold balls and Genki will say something but miles will say it to maria yeah exactly at the same time very yeah. funny it's set up in a really great way the, the the timing works nicely yeah so ultimately what goes on is she says look i sent him out to get some tech and there's this tech that allows you to go to different dimensions. Mm-hmm. In the process of sending him out, he disappeared. I can find you anywhere based off of heat signatures and DNA and blah, 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 blah. So if I could find you and know who you were right now and I can't find your dad, what does that tell you? And Miles, Miles is, freaks. He's Miles like, like, he's dead. He's dead. Like, no, nah, well, maybe. Okay, my bad. <laughs> I didn't mean to. That's not what I was trying to say. Point is. I got this tech. Yeah. This tech possibly has the ability to see into other dimensions. So to travel to other dimensions. To travel. So we're looking talking about the multiverse again. Yeah. Which again is kind of confusing after Secret Wars. Secret Wars. Very thought confusing. that the other dimension thing had kind of been handled yeah. and like combined. And we had the Fantastic Four kind of pitching out new worlds, but maybe this one is one of the worlds that they threw out there. Yeah. Who knows? Um and I thought that everybody was in... Anyway, I don't know. Because the Spider-Gwen book takes place in a different reality than this Spider-Man book that we're reading right now. And Maria Hill gives this gear to Miles and says, so basically what I need you to do is look for your dad in a different dimension on the low. Because I gave him a mission that I shouldn't have given him? Or she gave him a mission that nobody else knows that she gave him. That's right. 
So keep it on low. Yeah. And Miles, of course, because, you know, one of the things that everybody's asking is like, why is she coming to you? Well, she's coming to you because she knows that Miles has an interest in seeing her father come back. You know what I mean? So he's going to do it because he loves his dad. And not just that. She's giving him this watch, this this interdimensional watch. And he says, I know the watch. And she says, I know you do. And Genki Now, what goes, did I miss? Genki says, whoa, whoa, how do you know it? And Miles just gives him a look. How does he know it? Do I, am I supposed to know how he knows it? A few years ago, there was a series, a mini-series. I think it was only four issues. And it was called Spider-Men. And in mm-hmm. Spider-Men, Miles Morales and the, in the Ultimate Universe and 616 Peter Parker find themselves in the same world. They do a little bit of dimension hopping. And I think what's being referred to here is, like, you've been to other dimensions before, back when you were kicking it with Peter Parker, right. 616, uh, or was it Peter Parker who came to the Ultimate Universe? Either way. I don't know. They were hopping around different realities. So he is not a total stranger to this technology. Otherwise, you'd think like, man, this is really heavy. You tell me that my dad is missing and also there are extra dimensions? Say what? But no, he's, he's got a little bit of experience and I suppose he doesn't want to get into it. He doesn't want to even explain. So he doesn't explain it to Genki. But he puts that watch on and he leaps into another dimension. Just like that. And lo and behold, he finds himself into the same reality in which Spider-Gwen exists. Right. Which is a lot more colorful. A yeah. lot more... Different artist. Yeah. It's a different book. Yeah. I, and I love the way they do this. Now, is it, it is an actual different artist? A different illustrator? Yeah, I believe it is. Although, Sarah Pacelli like is... the same illustrator. To Sarah me. Pacelli is the person who has credit for... All of the book. Yeah, I think it's the, the same illustrators. It's just drawn with different colors because the characters look like they're from, they look like the same. Yeah, and, and you know what it could be? I think maybe Sarah Pacelli is just putting on a little bit of a different style, right? The colors are really different. Some of her, her style is just like a little shaggy, a little sketchy. It reminds me of uh, Jason Latour's Spider-Gwen book. It has that feeling. It has that vibe. Mm-hmm. And he shows up and has a, Miles shows up in this new world. He scuffles with the ringer and he's like, hold up. I recognize the ringer and the power set and the yeah, weapon. Yeah. You must be the ringer in this dimension. And he gets caught up in that for a little while. But eventually he bests the ringer. Yeah. And he kind of realizes like, how does this always happen to me? Get distracted. I'm over here. supposed to be doing something. But next thing you know, I'm supposed to be out here finding my dad. But I find myself in the alleyway where I know my dad isn't mm-hmm. in somebody else's business. Yeah. But that's that's the play to being Spider-Man. You know what I mean? You just kind of like, with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. And uh, he, he gets into that little engagement with the ringer. And suddenly, uh, he gets whacked with one of those rings, falls down to the ground. And he looks up, and another spider hero is above him. Yeah. And th- we know it's Spider-Gwen. But I do not believe at this point in time, Miles has ever met a Spider-Gwen. Mm-hmm. So... That's interesting. And she shows up and she says, I don't know exactly what you think you were doing, but I am not helping you clean this up. All I know is they're going to be kissing through the phone. Soldier Boy, tell them. Wow. Soon. Wow. Yeah. So. You keep bringing back Soldier Boy. I, ugh, 
I don't know why. He's contagious. <laughs> He's in my system now. Oh, man. So those are our books of the week. Yeah, that's it. All right, so let's talk about next week. Next week, we got Batman number 15, which is part two of two of the rooftops. That's the bat and the cat story. Speaking of making out on rooftops, though. Right. That's the thing, I guess. Raindrop. Drop, drop top. top. Selena and Bruce on a rooftop. <laughs> You know, there it is. Um, now, we also have Invincible Iron Man number three, Riri Williams, and mm-hmm. Killer Be Killed number five. Oh, that's one to catch up on. Yeah. That's, that's been an interesting ride. Yeah. Killer Be Killed is great. We also got the Mighty Captain Marvel number one as well, so we can kind of see what's going on with Carol Danvers after the Civil War II situation. So those are some things to look out for. Probably going to be dealing with a couple of those books, at least two of those books that we mentioned. So check those out. Let us know what you want us to read uh, for Books of the Week. next. Also, if you want to keep up with this this story with Spider-Man and Gwen, Spider-Gwen number 16 comes out next week, mm. which is the continuation of the story we just talked about in Spider-Man number 12. So we're doing a true crossover because Spider-Gwen is written by a different writer. It's not Bendis. It's Jason Latour, different artist entirely. Uh, I'll stick around for that. I'm yeah. game for that. I'll try yeah. it out. That's it. That's That's episode 55. That's it. That's the one. 55. There it is. Yeah. All right. So thank you guys for checking in. Again, um, on Twitter, I am at Octavius A. Newman. Adam on Twitter. What are you? Adam Tetris. A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. Yes. Five stars and a positive comment. We really appreciate that. Please Mm -hmm. do that because it helps us raise up in the rankings. Invite people to join the Junto. Um, Subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on YouTube. Really important. Yeah. Like, um, you know, thumbs up our videos on YouTube as we put them up. Make sure you hit the bell so as we put up new things on YouTube, you can get notified for that. Follow us on SoundCloud. Leave comments as you're listening on SoundCloud. Um, invite people to join the Junto this week. Yeah. Invite more people. Absolutely. We want to make this thing a little bit bigger. Leave us voicemails, 215-948-2742. Send us emails, comicbookjunto at barefoot.com. Um, ask us questions, hashtag AskCBJ on Twitter. Um, and that's what we got. Anything else I'm forgetting? No, that sounds right. There Look, it is. This is this is a good start to 2017. We're staying consistent. We're on the ball. We got new things to offer. Also, let us know what movies you want to hear us do one shots on. Oh, word. Yeah, because we have a lot, got a lot of on movies. our list. But hopefully soon we'll have Shin Godzilla for you. And there are a lot of movies coming down the line. So one shots aplenty. You better believe 2017 is going to be filled with one shots. That's the goal. That's the goal. All right. So that's all we got for episode 55. We'll see y'all next time. We love y'all. Until next time. Peace. (laughs) 